Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the It Was Roleplay podcast. I'm your host Dizzy Barla and like we've previously discussed we'll be going through the highs, the lows and everything in between of Valhalla Gaming and Destination Gaming from the period of 2007 to 2018. In this episode we're going to be covering uh, one of the more important parts um, of a SAMP community, uh, the script. The script is the foundation which everything else is based upon um, and you know we will be having a guest, a very special guest, a former scripter um, from Valhalla Gaming and Destination. Uh, you guys know him as, as uh, Joseph Couch or simply as Thang. Hello Thang, how are you? Hello, uh, I'm pretty well, how are you? Good, good. Did you have a nice new year? Well, yeah, you could say that, you know, there was not no scripting so, you know, I had, I had fun. <laughs> nice. Was there plenty, plenty of beer involved? Uh, no, mostly like uh, you know, some shots. No, no beer. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, as you know, the podcast is about VG and DG. Um, so, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you a few questions um, and kind of find out uh, what went on, you know, with your journey and things like that. Um, so how did you originally find Valhalla Gaming, um, sort of what what year was it, that kind of thing? I think it was around uh, 2009, maybe 2010, if, if I'm correct. I'm not sure. Uh, we were playing other games with one of my Czech friends, and he was like, uh, let's play this, this role play on, on this uh, GTA Online mod. And I was like, yeah, sure, what is that? It was like... Yeah, you just you just like you just play the character. You can do anything there. It's just like an RPG. I was like, okay, let's try that. Yeah, later on I discovered that it's only in English, and like my English was really really bad at that time. So we played for some time, then we stopped, and then a couple of years later, I joined the VG again because I, I kind of felt like I I wanted to play that again, and. I could, that could have been like 2012, I'm not sure. But yeah, back back then it was like much better for me because I, I already spoke a bit better English and that's, that's I guess that that's like the like the time when I when I when I st- uh, stuck up with the VG until uh, until you know until I left uh, because of the, the you know the ownership changing stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh boy do I. Um, do you feel like it was? Because um, I, I know a lot of our, you know, a lot of the members and things like that weren't necessarily like native English speakers. Did you, did you feel like there was more pressure on you um, because you didn't speak English to kind of like learn English and and because obviously it is an English speaking community, like you said, um, but then English isn't, you know, it's not your native language. But did you feel like there was a pressure to? Um, you know, to to learn English and things like that. Yeah, yeah, the, mo- most definitely. I'm I'm not sure if I like kind of like wanted to learn it on my own time, but uh, this this helped me a lot to like learn stuff because you know you just you you read a lot of the RPE. So I always had like a Google Translate open, and I was like translating the words I didn't know and stuff like that. And I I I, I know it definitely helped me helped me uh, learn English like much better than it is at the moment yeah i mean that's good and i think that's probably the case for for quite a lot of um quite a lot of members because like i said you know it was um it was a community that had people from you know all walks of life and and across the world so 
um, I think probably it was it was difficult for quite a few people. I mean, I know <laughs> I know people from England that struggled with English. So, um, so how did how did the scripting come about? Um, and like, what interested you in the first place about you know Sam scripting and specifically for VG? Well, I've, I've always been interested in like. Um doing stuff with computers you know when i was a small boy i was like i i want to make games when i'm grown up and stuff like that and i think i always always like knew a bit more about the computers than the people of my age and i tried some programming and stuff like that before i even joined the vg and it just felt like a natural thing because i wanted to somehow you know like help the server and this way it felt like really really interesting for me so i you know i could just i could like help make the stuff which is like which everybody plays on that's that's like that was like a dream come true for me because i, I could do something and other people would uh, like appreciate it and i could do something creative which i would probably be able to do because for example i can't paint i can't i can't sing uh, and i guess this is like the most creative thing i can do which uh, doesn't suck uh, horrendously. I mean, that I kind of felt the same way when when I first started doing it. Um, it was for me. It wasn't necessarily like the code and and stuff like that wasn't. Um, it wasn't necessarily that that wasn't a pull for me. But like being able to create and and you know put things out there that people would uh, have an opinion on, good or bad, um, was you know was quite satisfying. Um, and you know, <laughs> you've heard my rap songs. Like I'm not exactly you know musically gifted either, um, but you know, scripting was definitely a way to. I suppose it, it also gives you an, an identity within the community as well because there's there's never usually a lot of you. Like I think at any one time we probably had like a maximum of you know two or three people scripting. So you know everyone always knew always knew who the scripters were so it, it was a you know a chance to stand out and things like that um what what do you what would you say that is the favorite thing that you know you've personally scripted over the years i i, I wouldn't probably like point, point down to one thing but i'd like to say like my, my my most favorite thing which i did was uh always trying to uh you know make the the economy kind of like a larger thing you know so things got kind of interconnecting, you know, the businesses, like having the stock and then running out of it. And all, all of these, like these, these little economic changes, you know, which kind of, it, it just felt like a large system of interconnected things. And, and you know, I always tried to improve on it. You know, I, I don't want to say whether I failed or not, but I guess that was like the, my most favorite things to always work on. Yeah, so just basically things that were always, you know, were connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mo mo most mostly this economy thing because it was like it always like was like it was touching everybody on the server. Not just like if you if you scripted I don't know something for police, it would touch only the police. If you scripted something for stealing cars, it would only like uh, be related to the people who steal the cars. But if you do something around these economy changes, it usually matters to every single person on the server. Yeah, I think that that's. That's usually referred to as a little bit like um, quality of life sort of changes, and it's something that you know, um, as a scripter, like you, you're constantly trying to appease like a lot of people, and you, you can't please everyone, but you, you know, you, 
the ideal things that you put in there's there's something in it for you know for everyone regardless of you know like you said what faction you're in or or you know um or anything like that it it's putting stuff in that you know you you can you can kind of touch everyone not not like in a not in a funny way what um <laughs> but basically that you can make a, a big impact in um is there anything that you kind of feel that you maybe didn't get around to to scripting while you were scripting that you know you thought to yourself well maybe i, I wish i could have you know put that in um I'm not sure, maybe, kind of not sure, maybe the, you know, like in the later stages, we were discussing the furniture system, and I, 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 I still kind of have like a, a thing on my mind, like the furniture and the accessory system, Yeah, it would, it would be great, I mean like uh, other servers, other one server have, has it, and yeah, I think, I, think, I think it's a really nice thing, because when I, can I say the name of the server? Is it like an advertising? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, so when I like I, I played a bit on LSRP and uh, like the, the furn their furniture system, the accessory system is like is like a spot on thing. It 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 takes uh, it just like takes the you know the, the stuff from uh, from Sam, which was always like you know like you only had this, this like couple of hundred skins and they all were the same. But when you, when you put the put on the the accessory system, people can kind of take these objects and change the skins which i found real interesting and that's the same same for the interiors you know when you just like have like an empty big garage and you put like a lot of objects and make your own own uh interior that that's pretty cool in my opinion i, I think it's um i think customization particularly um later on in samp when perhaps the interest in samp wasn't you know one wasn't as big as it used to be when you know kind of vg started and stuff like that being able to being able to customize and kind of put your own stamp on things was like a was a big because you know cause people had always made skins and things like that but um being able to have other people see what you've created as well obviously was a you know was a massive thing um you know during the last last uh, version of dg we you know finally got around to to putting in a furniture system and you know it was quite satisfying that we'd finally got to do that because there was quite a few things script wise once you know pretty much once you left really you know in 20 in 2012 um that we we were so far behind on um you know like you mentioned lsrp and other servers like that um you know they were beyond like what the script you know was um or our script was um but yeah, that having that customization and, and you see it with you know with the the Samp version that they um, you know they released uh, with the you know with the custom models and things like that where people could you know send whoever was in charge of that server models and and then people could use those models like the um, the opportunity for customization is obviously there and I kind of do hope that they put that into the main SAMP build at some point because I kind of feel that having you know some servers that have that customization and then other servers that don't and split them apart was was a pretty stupid move really because it's like well why wouldn't you encourage more people to customize it's it's not something that you have to do if you know if the files are on there then you download them but if you don't want to customize anything you don't have to so uh, you know, it's difficult for me to understand why, um, 
the SAMP team decided to split them because, you know, like I said, you've got servers that, that do encourage that and then you've got the majority of the other servers which don't, which are on, you know, the default client. Um, so it, 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 does, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but, you know, customization, you know, was massive. Um, and I always wish that we'd have got, you know, an accessory system. I mean, we did the furniture, but, you know, being able to... I think you and you and me have also played LSRP. You know, um, we we can mention mm -hmm. it when you know it's not the the bogeyman or anything. Um, but like you know, you could do things with the um, with the hats. You know, to kind of like make them look like a beard, and you know, it just you know like earrings yeah. in your your ear and things like that. And I think I actually made like um, a suitcase around my waist as kind of like a little you know like fanny pack type thing. Mm. Um, but you know, like you, you go around that server and you kind of see people, you know, getting pretty creative with what they've got um, and expressing themselves. Which you know, a role play server should be. It shouldn't just be slash me's. I always thought that the more things you can show, um, the better, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so obviously, you was you were scripting for, you know, for a little while. Like you was, you know, you, mm -hmm. there's quite a lot of. Um, comments in the script still that's like slash slash thang you know um and then there's like a date yeah there's you've the... tagged it so i mean <laughs> there's there's still quite a lot of that into this day um but who who would you say that and you don't have to say me okay you don't have to say me um but who was the your favorite person that you that you did script with i guess uh the it's uh harrigo yeah jack harrigo right yes that guy was just like uh he he was leading the scripting team when I when I joined in and he he gave me the chance to uh, to join because I I acquired like a leaked copy of the of the VG source code and there there were some <laughs> I mean so did everyone around that time like yeah <laughs> yeah it was like open and, source pretty much <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was it was like kind of like a lot behind because it was after we moved to uh, to LV and. Um, so and everything in the code was for for LS and it was kind of it was pretty old compared to what what we had, but uh, you know a lot of the code was still the same, and I I remember the first thing I did as far as I know was when he typed slash new back then. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the tutorial was for uh, was for LS, <laughs> and I kind of kind of messed with it and. And send him like a new version of slash new, which would work for LV. And he kind of liked it. And then I, maybe I sent him something more later on. And then he got me in. And with working with him was like uh, was really cool. He was he was such a nice guy. I don't I don't know how to say, but he's just like he always like was so so chill about everything and so so helpful. It was like a really really pleasure working yeah. with him. So yeah, it it might I just I might be biased because he was like the guy who got me in. I don't know. No, I mean I I think that um, I think when you not just when you like the person because I think you can like like someone as a person but not necessarily work with them that well. But the, you know I, I had quite a few people that I'd scripted with you know throughout sort of the the generations and things, um, and there were some people that I kind of got put with because they you know, we're going to script and I was scripting at the time and it's kind of like you do your thing and I do my thing. And, and those kind of arrangements don't ever really work out that well for the script. 
but then there was, you know, there was occasions where, you know, uh, Siggy and Jankster, for example, um, you sort of for the older, you know, the older generation of, of listeners, um, you know, Andy was another one that that I kind of got along with and, and kind of dovetailed quite nicely with, and then you know, more recently, um, Static um, was another one that kind of a little bit like Harrigo really where he was quite chilled about everything and you know was was just you know was just very helpful and you know if you needed him to do something and he had the time then you know he was there to do it um, and I think that does make a lot of difference because I think what people don't understand sometimes about the scripting is it can be very very boring and I like you know the the fuck-ups of something can be so huge and it can come from something so small you know just any anything so small can cause like a ripple that's so large and having someone that you can kind of bounce ideas off and things like that and, and work on a project together I think definitely helps um, so probably my last question um, is not really necessarily script related but what was your favorite part about VG and DG? I guess, you know, it was like the community, the people, because uh, as, you, as you played more, you kind of like uh, got to new, because the community wasn't as large as the others, it was kind of a bit smaller, especially like when I when I joined a bit more lately, and you know, uh, there weren't as, as many people as they used to. You, you kind of like knew, knew like mostly everyone. And you know, always when you just saw someone role playing, you always like imagine that person from the forums with his nickname and his avatar there, and you you kind of even learned how those people how those people are playing and what you what you could like expect from them. So and now let's say uh, you know from for you, you you could always expect like for example Alex Petrovich will troll you if you're cop and <laughs> he, he he doesn't mean any harm. It's just like. It, it, it's just it's just like how he is and he like if, even probably if he would play a cop he would probably shoot other cops i can i can imagine him doing that just just Jeez, for the yeah, sake of yeah i can imagine PD. him shooting up a police station to be honest yeah the s- s- same as for will tazen for example like the the, the biggest pd oh troll <laughs> oh boy yeah, I mean, I, it was definitely the community, the people. I'm like th- these guys. Th- these two guys I just took as an example, but I'm not saying these two guys. I'm saying like every single person who played there, because it was such an honor to play with these people. And uh, you know, it's a community, like the, the awesome people. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think quite a lot of people. You know, the, the idea is to have you know quite a few guests on and, and do you know plenty of episodes and things like that. Um, and I think that's probably going to be a. Um, you know, because I'm kind of going to ask a question to, to those guests as well. Um, but I, I do kind of feel like for those people, you know, as well as yourself and me personally as well, um, the community was a, you know, was a massive thing because um, there there was some real, there was some real shady people that came through, you know, came through VG. But there was also some, you know, some fantastic people and some very weird people as well. Like, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll go into it in in the podcast, but um, there's some very weird stories that you know. You sometimes you, if you weren't there and you didn't experience it, you would actually wonder if it's, you know, it was actually a thing. Um, 
but there were there were better communities out there in terms of player base and things like that. You know, we never reached 500 people like LSRP did. Mm-hmm. But I like to think that you know we survived um, as long as we did because the thing is, from 2009 um, or maybe 2010, when you know when we merged with MTA and we got kicked off the internet list, you know we still had a hundred plus people. And it's because we'd built up a reputation, you know, and we built up this community that were quite... We, we had a lot of people, we, we were quite close-knit, and like you said, you know, everyone knew everyone. And even if you didn't necessarily like the role-play that was being done at that point, or, you know, you didn't like the admins or whatever, there was something in it for everyone. And I think... You know that that was part part of the reason for the podcast in the first place was to to pay homage to to that community. But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all the questions that you know that I have um, for this episode. I want to thank Thang um, for for taking time out of you know his uh, his beer drinking schedule to uh, to make an appearance and talk a little bit like about the script. Hopefully, we'll be able to. Um, to get you on another episode and you know delve a little bit deeper um have you got any any final words or anything that you want to say to the people yeah i'm actually not drinking beer at the moment i'm drinking a a a glass of rum okay very uh very sophisticated that's uh yeah well it just goes to show you people you know people change um but yeah thank you very much uh for listening to everyone that has done um if you did enjoy the episode please leave a like um, and you know maybe if you're feeling generous hit that subscribe button um, you've been listening to Dizzy and Thang uh, we'll see you for the next episode bye bye thank you for having me your heart is worn and the seams are torn and giving you a reason I just hit stop.